This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight-Polium has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy. They know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now hosts of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. It's Friday. Oh, my goodness. I know I say this every week. Yes, Fridays seem to be coming quicker and quicker and quicker. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just a symptom of, like, getting old or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's me and Shardy on the line today. Hey, Shardy. How you doing? <laughs> Good. I'm actually out in L.A. I had to come out here for some meetings. I swear, a little Ella Grace. You should have a five. Mile, she should have a five miles account by now. Yes, <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like she should be earning five miles right along with me. But she's a good flyer, so I'm definitely proud. But random sidebar, Chardin. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to start booking the aisle seat. Ah. Uh, to the window. You can't do the window but, anymore, huh? You can't. What do, happened? You can't do the window seat anymore. The reason I can't do the window is because when you get in flight. And people put down their seat in front of you. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I felt bad for the, the guy next to me. He was, like, on his laptop, like, working away. And I'm like, excuse me, I have to pee. Can I, pee? <laughs> Can I go to the bathroom? But he was really cool about it. But then when I was like, oh, damn, I have to scoop my butt and my belly out of this sucker at the same time, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got to start as I'm, like, trying to, like, maneuver around our glasses sitting on the little center console thing <laughs> so I don't fill over his Jack and Coke in my water, but it was kind of funny. At least it made me laugh. I chuckled inside. Oh, my goodness. (sighs) But anyway, so, yes, I'm in L.A. about to go and go to these meetings. Another random sidebar. I feel like there should be some law against paparazzi stalking pregnant people. This is what I'm deciding. So... I get off the plane, and when you come to L.A., it's kind of par for the course. You know it's kind of part of what happens. I don't know who they sell your, whether it's the car service people who sell on you, whether it's the airlines. I'm not exactly sure who sells it that's your company, because it sure as wasn't me. Because I know some celebrities, they do do this. They do call the paparazzi themselves. I just happen not to be one of them, because I like my anonymity. I like to sneak in and sneak out. Oh, this dude followed me from the time I came down the escalator to we walked all the way to the car. Outside? Huh? He walked all the way with you outside? Yes. He walked literally from the moment, like, I saw him out the corner of my eye as I came down the escalator, and I saw his lens, and then literally walked through the airport all the way to the car, and I was just like, Lord, I wanted to turn around to him and be like, do you have kids? 
Like, do you have a wife? <laughs> Would you want this to happen to your wife? Because that's not very nice. Like, it's cool. I get it. They're doing their job. And, you know, I'm always pleasant, polite, like, hey, how are you? Have a great day. But once you realize that you're really not going to get anything, you might as well just keep it moving. Right. But anyway, that's my, my soapbox for the day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what we got going on in life? What's going on out there besides me waiting to get my makeup done so I can get in these L.A. streets? I mean, it's a lot going out. Have you heard about the things going on in Chicago right now? What's happening in Chicago? I think they've reached like a hundred and not hundred. I mean, four hundred and forty-eight homicides. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Well, I definitely know that they've really had a crazy summer and they've been dealing with a lot. Most recently, um, I know I saw where Dwayne Wade's cousin was murdered, and my heart goes out to both him and Gabby and their family because that's that's horrible, absolutely horrible, you know, all that's going on in Chicago. <sighs> but, oh, you know Random Sidebar? I keep saying that today. That's like my, my, this should be the name of the show. Random, Random Sidebar. sidebar. <laughs> Random Sidebar Friday. The gentleman, I'm trying to make sure I get his name correct, he was one of the Black Lives Matters activists. Mm-hmm. Um... As I'm, you may hear me, as I'm trying to Google it on my phone, as I'm talking to you, the mm-hmm. gentleman who um, was killed in St. Louis. Oh, man. You know who I'm talking about? No. What, what was his name? I'm about to tell you right now. I know James is, like, ready to kill me right now. Um, cause no, I don't know if you can this. No, you're good. I'm actually <laughs> looking it up myself. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know his name. Um... Let's see. I'm trying to remember. I hate that I can't remember this gentleman's name right now. I don't know if you can. Um, yeah, I can't remember. Well, why don't you guys find it for me? It's just, just, you know how when you decide to talk about something, then you realize you can't find the name that you've been dating? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what just happened to me. But we'll definitely come back to that. Um, about him being killed, and it's so crazy with everything going on in the world between the election and Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. And yeah, I, I got yes. it. I got it. It's uh, a beloved Ferguson protester was reportedly found shot dead and burned in car. His name is Darren Seals, twenty nine. He was twenty nine years old. So definitely, you know, love and condolences go out to his family. And you know, I feel like that something definitely to talk about the show because there's so much going on from just a political standpoint and it's such a turning point with it being an election year and with so, so very much at stake from, you know, the 49ers and Kilpatrick and he has everyone up in arms yes. and yet, you know, his jersey, his jersey sales have soared. So it's definitely a lot and people are protesting in their own ways. Um, and I'm all for it. Like, I just feel, I feel like people speaking their truth, because if you have to allow someone like Donald Trump to speak his truth, you also have to allow the other side of the, the spectrum to speak their truth as well. And I feel like a lot of times people forget that 
you know, that's what our country is about. We're not always going to agree with what everyone, you know, chooses to say or what they live by or what they believe in. But the beauty is having freedom of speech and being able to, you know, articulate your truth. What do you think, Shadi? Honestly, it's empowering for me. I'm not saying that I agree with everyone's opinion, but yeah, I don't agree with everyone's opinion. But right, right, no. <laughs> but I, I enjoy the fact that everyone's peacefully is finding their own way to express themselves and not just be like sheep and following with the rest of the crowd. And even dealing with sports, you know, as simple as kneeling down during the national anthem. I'm not saying I agree or disagree with it, but that person is using their visibility without saying anything. Well, even though he's been saying things now in interviews after the fact, but that simple notion of getting down on your knee or sitting down is powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It really, really, really is. And um, I just, I just think it's really cool that people are standing up for whatever it is that they, what they believe in. And that's what so many people have fought for, you know, with the civil rights movement and, and the people who come before us have fought for the ability for people of different viewpoints, skin colors, religious backgrounds to speak their truth. You know, the only thing that bothers me is when it goes and when it crosses the line and it harms people, like it physically harms someone's well-being. I don't feel that that's okay at all. What one neat thing on uh, uh, Kaepernick with his jersey sales? You know, they're number one. I don't know if you guys heard, but he is donating all the proceeds. All the receipts, proceeds. Yeah, back into the communities. So. Wow! I and I love, 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 love that part of it. Hold on one second. Hi, I'm doing my podcast. This is Mila, my makeup artist, who's party said party day. <laughs> so we have to be quiet real quick while we finish this. But um, but yeah. So have they said which which charities have they identified which charities that he's donating to? No, not yet. It's just he did it on an Instagram post, and uh, I'm reading it right now. And it just says the, the only way I can repay you for the support is to return the favor by donating all the proceeds I receive from my jersey sales back into the communities. I believe in the people, and we can be the change. That's all it says. I love it. We can be the change you wish to see in the world. That's a really famous quote by Gandhi. And randomly, I used to have that in my old home. I had that quote in a mural up on the wall in my basement. Oh, yeah, that was beautiful. And, you know, I'm, I'm definitely, that kind of makes even more of a statement that it's not personal. It's not just about him. It's about, you know, the greater community at large. And that's one thing that I've always stood by is that, you know, I know I've been given this platform of visibility to, it's about what I do with it. How do I help others? How do I have a voice for the voiceless? How do I create awareness to situations that are affecting people who don't have the ability, the platform, or the outlet to speak and to be heard? So I think that that's pretty awesome. Well, we're going to continue this conversation. We're going to take a really, really quick break, um, and we'll be right back with more Hand It with Keisha in a moment. Stay tuned. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. We are back here at Candidly Keisha. We are talking all things current events this week. 
it's funny because we talk about different topics each week, and a lot of times I always talk about things that are going on in my life, but this is our first time really being like, hey, let's just talk about what's going on in the news, what are people talking about? So I'm kind of enjoying it. What do you think, Shad? I'm loving it. <laughs> so, we, so I'm trying to think. We're kind of like crisscross the gamut. They're like, this is the most ADD um, podcast yet known to man. But there's so, so very much to talk about and so little time to do it. So we've talked about Collins and his silent protest with the national anthem. Um, oh, so I came across this. That was interesting to me because I don't know if you've read the book Eat, Pray, Love. Have you? Have either of you ever read it? I haven't read it, but I've heard about the book. Have you seen the movie with Julia Roberts? Yes, I've seen the movie. <laughs> okay. So when I tell you, it's like one of my favorite, like, it doesn't matter, like, if you're having a relationship, what have you. It's one of those movies that you can watch and you can feel inspired from after you watch it. And I think one of my favorite quotes from this movie was when Julia Roberts' character um, from the movie, when she was in Italy, and that was her eat portion, where she was eating her way through Italy. And it mm. came to this point where her jeans were too big, and her Italian friend said, buy bigger jeans. I was like, that is such a metaphor for life. Like, it's really that simple. Buy bigger jeans. And she did, and <laughs> that was all it took to solve the problem of the muffin top. But I'm saying all this to say, E. Pray Love, the author's name is Elizabeth Gilbert. And if you've seen the movie or read the book, she goes on this amazing just quest and, 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 and journey to find herself and to find love again. And it culminates with her um, falling in love with her husband, who she ends up marrying. Um, his real name is Jose Nunez, but he was Philippe for those who saw the movie. Mm-hmm. And recently, they've been married, like, for years and years. I'm trying to remember exactly how many years. You pray love. Um, she recently filed for divorce from, from her, her husband, and they had been married for almost 10 years, and she discovered that she was in love with her best friend, who's a woman. Hmm. And so, yeah, she fell in love with her best, she realized she was in love with her best friend as she was fighting pancreatic cancer, the, the oh. girlfriend, not, not Elizabeth. Oh, okay, the girlfriend. Okay, okay. Right. So it was her best friend, who's been her best friend for forever, um, Rhea. Um, she was diagnosed with pancreatic and liver cancer, a disease for which there is no cure. And she says, this is what Elizabeth says, in the moment I first learned of Rhea's diagnosis, a trap door opened at the bottom of my heart, a trap door I didn't even know was there, and my entire existence fell straight through that door. From that moment forward, everything became about her. I canceled everything in my life that could be canceled, and I went straight to her side where I have been since. Mm. She says that although um, she is her best friend, when faced with the idea that she could possibly die, she realized that I am in love with Rhea. Crazy. What y'all think about that? I'm just trying to figure out not that I'm not sympathizing with her. Is she truly in love with her best friend? Or was her best friend in love with her? And since she had her issue, her cancer, and she knew she wasn't going to survive, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say that. I was going to say it was like a favor. 
But um, well, how could that be a favor for you to lose your husband, for you to divorce your husband? Because maybe it's an excuse. I'm listening. <laughs> I mean, maybe she she doesn't know what she wants, but she knows she doesn't want her husband. And she knows she loves her best friend, but doesn't mean it's necessarily a romantic love or relationship. I mean, I think it's pretty serious if you decide to divorce your husband because you realize you're in love with your best friend. But I feel it speaks even more to, you know, she actually posted something on Facebook kind of thanking um, her, her fans and, you know, for her support and respecting her privacy during this time. But there is something... Oh, she's serious. Something, there is something to say about when you're really, really faced with his health how short-lived and how, how finite life, like death is, I feel like so often those are the pivotal moments where people realize the importance and the power of living their truth. Because so often people go through life and they do everything because it's what's expected of them. They do things because what will people think of them. They do things for a myriad of reasons that are outside of what they truly want for themselves. And that when you're faced with something like... Tomorrow, it's like, you know how people always say tomorrow is never promised? Mm-hmm. But they don't, people don't really realize, no, tomorrow is really, really never promised. And when you're faced with a situation where you, you see the finality of it, I feel like it makes people reevaluate, like, what's going on with myself? Yeah. True. I don't know. Who would have thought? But I thought it was interesting because this sounds like a really good second book to me. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just me, because I love the first one. I'm like, I'm just interested to like, hear about this new journey that she's having. Clearly, it's going to be good. Clearly what? Clearly, it's going to be good and very interesting. Yeah, I definitely look forward to it. So what else do we have going on in the news, Charity? Well, this is the news in my personal world, because I, I just became a fan of the iPhone. I used to be Team Android. But now they have this new iPhone without the headphone jack on it. Mm, that made me feel some kind of way. I'm not going to lie. Me too. I'm not sure if I like it or not. Because it's like they're forcing me to get a certain type of headphone for it. And now they are, I think when I did see about it, they are doing some type of, type of adapter, of course, you can purchase, that, oh. will, that you can have a jack in your, where you charge. Mm-hmm. But the only problem with that is, I don't know about you, my iPhone, I feel like they, I really feel like there's like a conspiracy that when they're coming out with a new iPhone, they like throw some bugs to make your phone not work right. I know it sounds crazy, but. No, they really do. I, I really think they do. As soon as it gets close, like my old iPhone just starts tripping. Like I'll have 27% battery and it will just die out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Just because. So that's the only thing. So now I can't charge my phone and listen to music on my headphones. Now I have to buy new headphones, too. <laughs> yeah. And those have to be charged. And I have to wait for those to charge also. It's too much. That, that makes me feel a little good. But I'm not going to lie. I'm still getting one. <laughs> I, I'm going to get one, too. <laughs> I'm going to make sure I get a nice case for it. Yeah, because yours right now is... Sure. This, is, this is screen number five. 
Oh, Sharday. I know. And it's always because I have a cute case. It's not because you know what? it doesn't protect my phone. I hope they made this stuff for shatterproof. I think it's supposed to be waterproof, but I need it to be shatterproof. Yes, I need that for sure. You definitely do, for sure. <laughs> because if they can do all these other crazy things, there's no reason why this sucker can't be shatterproof, too. Do you want me to tell you my theory on that, though? What's your theory? Since they make the iPhone so fragile, it requires you to hold on to it. So I feel that's a, a catch for people to constantly have their iPhone in their hand, doing uh-huh. things actively with it. Because if it was a tough piece of plastic, they would toss it anywhere. You know, they wouldn't be as quick to hold on to it and look at their phone. The same way with the Dorito, how you told me how they manufacture oh, it for you to yes. want to use it and eat it. So I feel they do the same thing for the iPhone. That's why. So I'm like a com- yeah, I'm a complete nerd, <laughs> and I love those kind of like how it's made or like those type of shows that like break down the science and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I saw this show. I can't remember what it was called where they did the whole thing about Doritos and how they are completely, like, made to make you keep eating them. <laughs> like, down to, like, they've engineered everything down to that little kind of slightly concave shape they have that provides the perfect crunch to the how the cheese sticks on your fingertips to make you suck it off and then want more. Like, every piece of the Dorito is made to make you keep eating the whole bag. <laughs> I know, I know. But I, I, I'm one of those people who I don't want to just keep eating Doritos. I just need to not even pick the bag up. Yeah. <laughs> and I always get mad when I get a little bag and it's just air in it. And it's like six or seven chips in the bag. I think that's so wrong. It's, it's so, so wrong. And then you have to turn up the bag to get the little corners and the little crumbs up the little piece at the bottom. And yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I'm there 100% with you right now. <laughs> oh, boy. So we have covered Doritos, Kilpatrick, uh, Black Lives Matter, oil. Janet, we have not talked about Miss Jackson if you're nasty. Yes. So (laughs) if you've listened to Candidly Keisha, you know that she is like my absolute fave. I am really excited for her. And I'm not mad at her for just going and sitting down somewhere while she's pregnant and then and just enjoying her pregnancy and baking her little human. Because I can tell you, this is more of a process that people tell you about. (laughs) So what's going on with Janet, Shardy? Well, Janet has doctor's orders to be on bed rest. And not only is it the doctor telling her that, she wants to do it herself. She's not against it. She's all for it because she's put on a little weight, and she wants to make sure that she's healthy Relax uh-huh. and calm and enjoy her pregnancy without everyone all in her business. Janet, I feel you, girl. <laughs> Take it. Relax. Enjoy. Yeah, it's her first child. She she has the right to enjoy that. And I don't think people really don't realize that. I realize it now because there's nothing I don't feel people can tell you. But pregnancy, there's a lot more to it than they say in the book. <laughs> Um, and you're literally growing and forming and shaping a human. And that's like one of the, that is the best, most amazing job in this world. So whatever it takes to ensure their health and happiness and well-being is worth it, is absolutely worth it. Because there's nothing I wouldn't do for my little one, nothing that I wouldn't do for her. And she's not even here yet. But she's with you all the time. 
excuses me all the time. <laughs> oh, speaking of little Ella Grace. So this past week, I, I had my good friend Chris Bridges on the show. It was Lunar Day weekend. And I was, my girls were like, he should. Because I've literally been, you know, had so much going on and so many different juggling, so many different balls and just, just so much. Um, it was actually my first time kind of getting out a little bit and seeing people and I really enjoyed it. Granted, you know, I just did the daytime, daytime activities. <laughs> but you can't be the pregnant girl in the club. Like, I wouldn't want to, nor is that, that's, that's just not okay. <laughs> so, um, I went to Top Golf to, to one of the festivities to play golf, and they, you know, had music playing. And, you know, I did take a couple swings on the golf court. It caught golf on the little driving range with the golf club. Everyone's like, oh, my God. I'm like, listen, I'm pregnant. I'm not handicapped. I can do this. It's okay. <laughs> so um, then when music started coming on, I'm going to tell you exactly what came on. Right. Luke came on. It was like, don't, don't. <laughs> like, old school. Like, so I'm sitting down as this, as this music starts playing over the speakers and she starts just dancing in my belly. And I can feel little feet and arms and legs just going. It was so hilarious and so amazing. I had told her, I was like, look, I'm like, feel my belly, feel my belly. And she could just feel her little feet just going and kicking. And I was like, oh, Lord, this is so my child. Oh. I was like, this is my child in my belly right now. Turned up in the belly. <laughs> And then to say, like, when certain music comes on, like, especially if it has a real beat, she just starts moving and going. And I love that I can really feel her now. I love that, you know, she'll kind of nudge me exactly when I need it um, to just kind of pull me back into the present and not thinking about a million other things. And it's the most amazing experience that I've ever had in my life, like, for real. My little Ella Grace is going to be a dance machine. Yes. I can feel it. And when she gets here, we have to play that song again just to see how she responds. I am. I can't wait to. And they're going to be, I'm going to identify like um, several songs that she responds to. And I'm going to make sure I do that. I actually saw this really great idea today also online. Um, last night with the time change and travel and just everything, I had a really hard time sleeping and it's something that I've kind of been facing throughout my pregnancy, just like my sleep has been a little restless. Mm-hmm. So instead of fighting it, I kind of get up and I'll be on Pinterest or, you know, prove the internet or look over email, just do random things. So I was on Pinterest and I saw this amazing idea to like create an email account for your child. And then, you know, whether it's pictures or songs or funny stories, to upload, to, you know, type emails to them. Hmm. and include all of this different information. And then on whatever birthday you designate, whether it's your 16th birthday, your 18th birthday, or what have you, give them the passcode to that email address and allow them to see and read and experience the journey with you as you experienced it. Oh, I love that. So with that being said, I am still creating a little email for Ella Grace, and I'm still going to do that. It's almost like, a modern-day time capsule, yeah. and I just feel like it's the most amazing, like, gift that you can give your child. Definitely. That is so sweet. I love that. I know, I know. <laughs> but with 
with that being said, I know this has been a short podcast today, and we talked about all types of stuff, but, you know, Mama still got to work. I got to get it. So <laughs> I have to get in here and get my makeup done so I can get, get on with this day out in the sunny L.A. streets mm-hmm. so I can get back home to family and, and, and just relaxation. But for now, we got to... Uh, do what grown-ups do, and that's work. <laughs> well, I hope all yeah. your meetings and everything you have to do today goes amazingly well. Thank I'm you, ready thank for you to you. get back. I know. I'm <laughs> ready to get home, too. Um, but I definitely enjoyed my time in Los Angeles. And, um, hey, you guys have a great weekend. And um, so we will be back next week with more Candidly Keisha, and I will be back home, back in the studio, where we can talk about some new adventures and um, just enjoy having a May Falls weekend, because I definitely plan on having one. This is Candidly Keisha, and we will be back next Friday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.